and good afternoon to all our viewers here at the startup summit today one my name is madame marola i'm the summit anchor and we've been having a great time already so far and this is panel session two of the day whereby it's business from women's perspective and we have some powerful women waiting in the back room ready to share with you their journey so far and also how women reason when we do business because women we are powerful beyond measure and we always have our own way of doing things that men are sometimes jealous about but hey it's not our fault it's the way god created us so i hope you guys are ready because i'm going to start introducing some of our wonderful panelists to you and they will say hi to you and then we get the session going on so the first person i'm going to introduce is stella Achille. she is a graduate of soil science which now combines a love for fashion entrepreneurship and a knowledge of the environment to advocate for sustainable fashion through her membership at the un climate innovation hub at shell she gave administrative support to the head of community development department which provided opportunity to develop excellent organizational skills she has also in, she's also involved in community development projects where as a trained first aider serving with the Nigerian Red Cross Society, she helped to train others so that they can have first-hand knowledge on basic first-hand first aid principles and procedures in helping people in emergency situation. She's an ardent and skilled chess player with competition medals from the Nigerian University Games Association competition, Nuga Games. This had helped her thinking ability and she's able to think fast on a problem and prefer helpful solutions. She's a fashion designer and creative director at JL's Fashion and Beauty Studio, Laf Lafia, Nasarawa State. Please give a virtual welcome to the beautiful and uber-talented Stella Ajige. Thank you so much. Hey, welcome, beautiful. Thank you so much, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you here. Thank you for being part of the panelists for this segment, which is all about business from a women's perspective. So we want to welcome you and we wish you a wonderful deliberation in your panel discussion. So next up is Kemi Ogunkoya. Kemi Ogunkoya, FIMC CMC, is a renowned leadership development strategist, author, and management consultant. For close to a decade, she has conducted and facilitated high-impact leadership development workshops across Africa, North America, and Asia. Kemi prides herself in the ability to help corporate organizations enjoy seamless leadership transitions and executive onboarding to eliminate the deficiencies which invariably minimize their costs and lets them focus on growth. For close to a decade, she has helped individuals and organizations nationally and internationally create amazing results, equipping businesses with appropriate technology-driven leadership skills to effectively perform on their jobs and businesses. It's my pleasure to welcome to the stream right now, Kemi Ogukoya. Hello, Kemi, and thank Hi. you so much. It's such Hi. a great honor. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm so excited. Uh, it's such a great honor to be here. Yes, it is. And once again, I would like to officially congratulate you on your recent award as the Entrepreneur of the Year at the Illo Awards. So it's an honor to have a celebrity in our midst today. <laughs> Thank you very much. I look forward to a great show. Thank you so much for being here. And the next person that I will be introducing to you. Is Ansatu. Okay. A social sector professional with a personal mission statement to positively inspire, impact, and invest in lives. Ansatu has over 20 years' experience in banking, entrepreneurship, event management, nonprofit, and volunteering. For over 20 years, Ansatu has volunteered in various capacities on boards, committees, councils, associations, SMEs, etc. She's been involved in capacity building, trainings, consulting, events, and conference management. She's a member of the Harvard Business School alumni. She is a member of the Governing Council of the Business School Netherlands. She's a life member of the Enterprise Development Center Lagos. She is a trainer at the United Nations Women Political Leadership and 
candidate training. She's a member of the University of Abuja alumni. She's a member of the Federal of Women Association in micro, small, and medium enterprises. She is a member of the Association of Nigeria Women Business Network. She is a member of so many other organizations. Oh my God, if I keep on reading her profile, some people are just going to be overwhelmed. So ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the beautiful and ultra brilliant and Sato Adegbite. Hello, madam. <laughs> How are you? Thank How you. are you, Marilla? Fantastic, Your profile is so powerful and and intimidating as well to some people. So <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you will overtake. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you here, ma'am. And we look forward to a great panel discussion with you. So next on the stream that I will be introducing is the moderator of the session. Shelly Hills is a multiple award-winning executive management consultant, business optimization strategist, transformational lifestyle and leadership coach, speaker, nation builder and trainer, and a premier international trade and business facilitator with a vast profile from several sectors. She serves as a principal consultant, business resilience expert, and leadership presence strategist for the Crustos Consult Limited, a premier business and management consultant consultancy serving a wide range of corporate organizations and government agencies within and outside Nigeria. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the moderator of the session, Shelly Hills. Good afternoon, Shelly Hills. Good afternoon, Marilla. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon, everyone. Yeah. Good afternoon. So now we'll bring everybody up on the stream as we begin your session. So it's over to you, Shelly Hills, to take it away. Thank you so much and enjoy your session for the next one hour. Thank you, Madam Marola. Good afternoon, ladies and ladies. Power we've been in the house. I appreciate every one of you. I see Madam Hansa too. I don't know why it's been so difficult to get to you, but, <laughs> but uh, good to see you. Hi, Kemi. Congratulations Hi. once again on your um, award. It's so exciting. I'm with, I'm, I feel comfortable because I'm with my kind, you know, I'm with my kind. <laughs> okay, so, you know, the introductions has taken quite a lot of our time. However, we're just going to jump right in. So the focus for this panel session is um, business, a woman's perspective. So, and um, I'm not talking to strangers. We are all business women, and we also know what is um, going on out there in the in the entrepreneurial space. So, um, jumping right into it, we already know that um, women leadership, women in business, women in management, you know, women entrepreneurs are faced with several challenges. You know, unlike our male counterparts, right? Now, this panel session is going to focus more on the advantages, the challenges, and opportunities for women in business from the women's perspective. So this is for women by women to women. Okay? Good. So, um, yes, there's been an increasing number of well-known organizations locally and internationally who have been onboarding female CEOs. And of course, we know that female leadership, female business um, um, heads are on the rise. Now, in my, in, in my reaching out, in my you know, preparing for this um, session, I penned down a few words and a few uh, questions for the panel session, which we're gonna jump right into right now. But for us to kick off, what does it mean for women to be in business and why is it important for we to take up an entrepreneurial journey i'm going to start with hans satu <laughs> why was i expecting that <laughs> um i i think um it just signifies development hans satu, are you with us can you hear me <laughs> I, I did not disappoint <laughs> So I was saying that I think uh, it just represents independence, uh, economic empowerment, and um, social development for women. Uh, I believe that uh, the more women that are empowered financially, economically, the more we have a developed community, developed states, developed 
our nations. Why? Because women think communally. Uh, the less empowered women you have, the higher the poverty rate in every country, the lower the GDP. And uh, um, what just happens is that you just find out that uh, that company is not operating at par. Uh, so uh, for me, I would say that um, it is critical. It is not just essential. It is critical uh, for women to be empowered uh, uh, financially because they contribute on all uh, um, platforms and all uh, sectors. And even from a family perspective, the less women you have empowered, the more you expose them to high risks. High risks when their partners, for example, for those that are married, uh, are out of job or die suddenly or even um, are incapable of working because of some health risks. And you find out that the women are just in trouble and cannot raise strong uh, children that can contribute to the nation. And for those that live their lives and are not married, uh, a woman definitely needs to be empowered to avoid social vices from just gripping her as an individual. Okay. Um, awesome. That was a good one. Um, okay, so Kemi, I'll, I'll take the next question to you in this um, session. What qualities, what qualities do, we, do, do women need to prepare themselves for business, to prepare themselves for the marketplace, to prepare themselves for leadership positions? Because, I mean, to run a business, there are a lot of leadership skills that you need to imbibe. Coming from your background, what what are those qualities? Okay, so um, thank you very much for that question. And just going right into it, I would say that the first quality that women need to embrace is that of self-awareness. You know, and if we see that a lot of women are not really stepping into their place of power, it is because they do not know what they carry inside of them. They do not know what their strength is. They do not know what their weaknesses are. They do not know what, um, you know, they're passionate about sometimes. They do not know what their innate qualities are. Um, you know, they do not leverage on information about their personality, for example, uh, they do not have great information about their emotions, you know. So, so I think um, for women to really get to that point of stepping up, they need to embrace, um, you know, the qualities of self-awareness. They need to be able to manage themselves um, more effectively. They need to understand the tenets of relationship management. So for me, I say that leadership in itself is a shapeless phenomenon. And I think a lot of women need to get to that point of realization where they get to understand that leadership in itself is shapeless and will take the shape of whatever container that you put in it. So it doesn't matter what your gender is, it doesn't matter what your age is, it doesn't matter what your social economic status is, provided you are willing to make that choice, to delve into that journey of self-awareness, to reach for the sky, to, you know, delve into that aspect of resilience. I think a lot of women are blessed with the ability, um, you know, to be resilient. So even when things are not going as planned, we find a way to, you know, just keep going to make it work. So if more women can be self-aware, if they can step into, you know, the unique qualities rather than trying to be distracted by the male counterpart sometimes, um, I, I think it would do a great deal. So for me, self-awareness is the key skill, uh, you know, and then we're building up on competence, uh, things like knowledge, you know, business knowledge, um, and, and just trying to know more pretty much. So self-awareness, I would say, is the key um, to success, you know, for business, um, you know, as it has to do with women. All right. So um, this is to my very dear friend, Stella. So Stella, how can we, um, how can we overcome the challenges that abound for women startups? Entry points, the entry point into So um, we, we women have to realize the challenges on the way. I think there's no road that is not rosy, or, or there's, there's, there's no road that's not rocky. I'm talking about so negotiation. Hi, can you hear me? Okay. Okay, great. Um, talking about startup um, women. 
um, women need to realize that there will be challenges along the way. Uh, it's not going to be all rosy. It's also going to include some rocky spaces. So um, realizing the fact that there will be several challenges to deal with along the way is one thing that women have to be aware of. I love the fact that um, Madam Kenny mentioned the fact that women need to be self-aware all the time, like literally practice self-awareness all the time. So if you understand the challenges that will come, because there will be, there will be challenges and there will be lots of them at that. I'm not scaring anybody <laughs> talking about business, but it is, uh, it is just um, important that women understand that entrepreneurship is a game of risk. So um, women need to understand that as they're starting the business venture in entrepreneurship, you're taking all the risks with you and you're also finding those opportunities and then still taking those um, with you. So there's going to be lots of challenges. Being aware of that is number one. And then finding how you can tailor your lifestyle to suit the uh, opportunities that you have and even manage the risk and then manage some of the challenges. Because of course there are actually avenues where you can mitigate um, those challenges. For one, you must have someone, you must have like a, a squad, a squad that you must turn to for, you know, when problems happen. Because there will be problems, so of course you have to have people you would turn to, people you would call your, your um, people you would call your squad who would help you with through those through those rocky spaces, through those rocky roads. Because there will be those times, and I think this sort of summit is um, really apt because a number of women are going are actually wearing so many hats right now, where the backbone in um, in, in our families. We're the ones telling people, oh, um, COVID is not going to kill everybody. COVID is not going to do this. Or we're, we're the ones even trying to build on the economy. So there's so many hats that we are wearing. So it's really apt that we're having this sort of summit where we'll like go back into our space, reinvent ourselves, and then find ways to, you know, push forward and make 2021 a binding year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I actually wanted to jump in and ask you guys a very political question right now, because I believe that with this summit, we need to take the mask off. There are too many women out there that have this mindset that, oh, it's only those that their husbands support them in business. Oh, it's only those that came from wealthy homes. Oh, it's only those that have house helps. It's only those that have money that can be business owners. So let us remove the mask and let's be very honest. How difficult it is, is it for women to run businesses? Because many people don't understand that women actually face way more challenges and also extra extra responsibilities than men so i'm gonna start with ansatu and then kemi will answer and then stella from your perspective how much more extra difficult is it for a woman to run a business thank you well i think uh, the truth of the matter is that uh, when it comes to business uh, in fairness to men to uh, business is very difficult uh, uh, to run. Uh, it's worldwide, but again, in developing nations, uh, because of certain policies that can come and ruin overnight, uh, because of uh, the enabling environment, uh, it is really clear that uh, there are some countries that business challenges are even more intense for men as they are for women. It's just that uh, why it's a bit more difficult for women is uh, because of, one, access to finance, uh, to technical know-how. Uh, a lot of women have the passion for business, but they don't know how to run a business. So they may have the, the passion for a skill that is marketable, but in terms of all the processes that are important for business, a lot of women don't have the knowledge. Uh, a lot of them cannot even afford to get the knowledge. And so there's always a lot of trial and error. And different things push people into business. Uh, it's important for me to, however, state that business is not for everybody. I want uh, people to be clear. There are some people that have not been called uh, to run businesses. Some people do excellently well in the corporate space. Some do excellently well in the political and public sector space. And some do excellently well even as homemakers. Uh, so for women, you just need to identify what, is, uh, what works for you and where your areas of strength are. Now, for those that are going into business, yes, I know that a lot of people give examples with, oh, my husband supported me with this or that. But one of the things I have seen that is very critical in business is that 
Number one, it is not about your uh, status, whether you are married, you are not married, uh, whether you are single or not. In fact, the notion itself that it is men that support women in business are things that we need to pack a bit because it's not in all cases. In fact, we have a lot of women that have started businesses that are doing very well that cannot associate that success to any man. So uh, we need to sort of also demyth that. I know a lot of women that support women to do business. In my organization, is a perfect example. We have thousands of women that are assisting and mentoring so many other women to um, build up themselves in the area of business. But having said that, I would want to uh, clearly uh, mention that it is very important for every woman that wants to go into business to be able to create a niche for herself. She, she must be able to identify her areas of strength Build on that. Because let me tell you something. The woman that is selling Amala by the roadside, it is not just the Amala that brings people. It is the taste. And you'll find out that sometimes you can see big, big, big jeeps packed by an illiterate that is selling Amala. And the money she's making is more than the money that millions and thousands of graduates are making in a day. Why? Because her skill set in terms of business and that thing that she's providing, that good or service is of relevance. It is, she has distinguished herself. It is sweet. And people are coming to her. So what I just want to tell women is you need to identify what skill it is you are bringing to the table. And you must make that skill very marketable. You must make the demand um, side of that thing that you are providing very high. And you must always ensure that you are attaining excellence. For those that will say, okay, how do you start? You don't have money. You need to start from somewhere. I always tell people that start with the little that you have. Sometimes just start with blocks of water, uh, of uh, ice blocks. Start with, see, there are so many ways to start business. I don't want to take the, uh, the space of all the other speakers. But there are so many ways to start business without a penny. But I'll also say that the world we live in now, there is so much information out there for free. I know a lot of banks have a lot of banking products for women and are also helping to build women and their businesses for free. And there are a lot of online resources and a lot of organizations that are also doing that. But in order not to take too much time, I'll allow Emily and then Stella to also add their own bits. Just going to continue from where Hassan to stop, you know, and just speak on some of the um, points that she raised. And she raised some really very valid points. Uh, but then I would just consolidate some of those points from my own point of view, just living through life, um, through my experience as a woman. Uh, so, so, so like I mentioned earlier, I said women have to be self-aware. And in the journey or on that course of self-awareness, we really need to know exactly who we are and, you know, what we want to achieve from life. Uh, so the journey of entrepreneurship really can be very tough. But then I should start by also talking about the fact that we're all at different stages of our entrepreneurship journey. So some are just starting up, you know, and some are starting um, with a family, you know, some are starting single and the, the peculiarities of really starting up a business will be different um, at the different levels in which people start up their businesses. However, I think it is very, very important that, you know, there are quite a couple of things that we get to demystify as women. Now, going into business will never be a walk in the park. So we will never get to a point where it's about, you know what, anything can go. If you want to succeed in business as a woman, you know, it would not just be because you are a woman. It would be about the value that you will be bringing to the table. So getting into business, I remember my own journey through entrepreneurship and how I got my fingers burned a couple of times. Um, you know, I, I had to deal with the fact that I got into business with passion. I was excited, you know, and I thought I had all that it took. But then I realized at some point that I couldn't continue to go on the way I was because I, I lacked some of the skill set, you know, to be able to effectively run my business. And at that point, you know, it was me coming to myself to tell myself the truth that if you want this business to survive, things cannot continue going this way. So I'm going to leave this with the women on the call today that you cannot be great at what you do unless you become great at who you are. So you need to define who exactly are you? What are your values, okay? Because in the course of you trying to find yourself 
in this very lonely and very crazy corridors of business, you need to be able to stay rooted in your values. And your values, you know, if, for example, your values are that of excellence, that will push you and that will propel you to want to deliver a certain level of standard at every point in time. If your value is that of hard work, that would also spur you on to greater heights. So it's important that women first define who they are in the context, you know, business, and then they're able to deal with the reality. And some of those realities sometimes could be obstacles. So you are at the point where you're raising, um, you know, young a young family, you have kids that are still very young and demand a lot of your attention. You have to be realistic, you know. You're not going to be able to give 100% to your business um, at that time because of the reality on ground. And that is perfectly okay. So I think women need to embrace the reality of the different stages that they will find themselves in the course of business and be willing to, you know, be realistic enough to accept some of this reality. So I think when women are able to step into that place of, um, you know, understanding of exactly who they are, what they carry inside of them, if they're also able to step into the reality of the purpose of the season in which they belong at every point in time, then they'll be realistic in terms of, you know, the expectation in which they set on themselves at every point in time. And they would also know exactly, you know, just what is required for each stage of their business and they will be able to deliver just that. Thank you so much, Kemi, for your perspective about the challenges women face. I believe Stella still has her own views to share with the audience. So Stella, please go ahead. Thank you so much. Um, we have strengths. I think that's uh, one thing that women should know. They have got strengths. But in starting a business, there's a different kind of strength that is needed. Um, so many times I've heard, I've had women who come to me and they tell me, oh, my husband has said I must be a full-time, you know, housewife. So how do I, how do I convince him that I want to start up a business? Oftentimes that's, that, that, that has been um, a situation, but there's a reason why your husband has said that to you. But the truth is, you have got strength, you have got extra energy. You say, what does it kill a woman? Makes her stronger. So women have got extra energy. Um, we have examples of so many great women who are very great moms, very great wives, and they're still very great leaders, very great um, you know, entrepreneurs. So those, um, those women did not just come and stand as entrepreneurs on their own. They have built on certain kind of um, you know, skills that have helped them to be those, the way they are. For one, I would say build your skills. There are three things that you could build, three kinds of um, you know, sets that you could begin to start building. First, your mindset and then your skill set, and then your tool set. Those three things are very key in making you a successful entrepreneur. Because no matter where you go, no matter how you present your, um, you know, your, 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 your situation before whoever, you need to have those key sets. They, 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 instead, they work like a set. So if you're going to talk to your husband and say, oh, I want to become an entrepreneur, and then you have no mindset towards being an entrepreneur, and then the next big thing that comes, you're off, you're, you're, you're literally off um, the market. And then he, he goes and says, oh, so but you said you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Why are you running at the first um, huge mistake or the first uh, failure? You need to build your mindset towards what failure will look like, how the, how the road will be rocky, how much um, challenges are going to come. Then you're able to communicate. In fact, I always say treat your husband like your customer. <laughs> because if he's happy, he's going to let you do whatever you want. That's the truth. Treat your husband like your first customer because the first, the first line of structure you can literally build is your family. So if your family is not structured in a way that everybody has to feel that you are you're a struggling mom, you're trying to be an entrepreneur, then um, the whole family is affected. The next thing is they're, going to be, they're literally going to be the plug that pulls you out of entrepreneurship. So if you treat your family like, an, like your customer, you treat your husband like your customer, you pray for your husband, you, treat, you, you, you make him understand that, oh, this journey is going to be hard, but then, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm gearing up to it. I'm, I'm actually on it. I'm, I'm pushing forward. And then you're continuously building on your mindset. You're continuously building on your skill set. You're continuously, continuously building on the tools that are necessary to getting you through this journey. And I'm sure anybody who sees you would want to support your dreams. Because as a woman, you have got the strength in you. Yeah. You're a powerhouse. So, use it.
you ladies have shared so many key points about your perspective and honestly anyone that is out there especially women need to understand that you need to gird your lines it's not easy for women to be able to be entrepreneurs as well as play the other roles they also have because we wear many hats but we have the capacity to be able to wear all those different hats but we need to understand that we are human and we need to have balance in everything. And above all, we should not overwork ourselves to the point where our health suffers. So do you believe in the, in the aspect whereby we have an idea problem, especially in Nigeria and not a money problem? Because many times when you go to meetings where women are gathered, they always say access to funds, access to funds, access to funds. And I keep on saying that access to fund is is not the main thing what is your idea what do you want to do who do you want to serve so we need to first of all start from the very beginning so if you were to give an advice to any woman out there that says that i want to start a business and Sato, what would you say to that woman to start with as the basic foundation thank you very much madam uh, let me be very honest with you. I think one of the things that I've seen as the greatest uh, deception that has happened so many times is, you know, when people want to start business, they just tell them, just start, 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 start. Just like what Kemi had said at the Stella. A lot of us started business like that with just passion. And that is why we, we started with the passion we were running, but we didn't go far. We had to crash land at a point. <laughs> why? Because business is not just about starting. There are certain things you need to have in place. There are certain just basic knowledge that you need. Um, I can tell you categorically that most people, and especially women, because women are very emotional in nature. Most women start business out of passion, but passion is not enough. The advice I would give, because when people say, I don't have money, when I started business, I didn't have a penny. So it doesn't as if I had one stash of money somewhere waiting for me i didn't start with money do you understand but there's something i know that uh, is a saying that what is in your hands start with that so you know you need to identify what is in your hand and what is in your hand can be a skill it can be the little resources you have it can be the network you have but whatever it is that will help and enhance you start with that but on a small scale, one of the things, again, that I think a, a, a huge mistake that people make is that they feel that when they're starting business, everything has to be set. I have to have that office. I have to have that shop. I have to have this and that. No. Social media has even made it easy for you. You don't need a shop. Now you can start a business online, just begin to snap what it That's is right. you are doing and put it online free of charge and begin to get the word out a little at a time. So my own advice is start with the little that you have. Do it in, on a step-by-step -step basis, but you can scale up. And you need to identify what is that strength. Because most of the time, there is a destination for certain businesses. But the destination, the final destination is not how you start the business. So for example, if my um, vision is to own one of the largest bakeries in my um, um, organized in, in my locality, for example, or my state, or wherever it is, I want to set up a bakery. Don't start with trying to get the machinery for the bakery. You are looking for one big house to uh, a big space to rent and all that. Start with sample bakery around your community, the schools around you, the um, religious worship centers around you. Build a demand for your product from where you are. Engage in delivery services so that you begin to build your clientele. You begin to build. You will also learn from it because you will still make a lot of mistakes. You will make a lot of mistakes with costing. Mm. You won't factor in a lot of your costs and all that. So you must also leverage on the mistakes that you will make as key Correct. to where you are going to. The second most important thing I would also um, recommend is you must engage the help of professionals around you. Don't tell me, I don't have money, I can't afford an accountant. I can tell you that you have communities that have accountants that you can engage for free. So, for example, now, 
if I don't have anything and I don't go anywhere, but maybe I go to maybe church or a mosque or any house of worship, for example, there is no way that in that entire community there, there is not a single accountant that I can approach and say, Sama, please, I just want you to help me as a young person coming up. I want to learn from you. Or, sir, can I be volunteering in your office? You know, you can just do a trade by butter kind of thing. So what I'll just say is that you need to get advice from the right kind of people that will help you to get to where you need to go to. And you do it a little at a time and build relationships with such individuals. Awesome point. Awesome point by you, Madam Ansato. And I absolutely agree with you because I happen to be one of the people that got an award from the past government where they were giving money for you win and there were there was a time where they gave out 10 million naira to different businesses and some of those businesses don't exist today so even with the funds <laughs> the businesses are still not existing so that's why i say we need to clarify for a lot of women out there that yeah. money is not the major issue about you starting and sustaining a business it has so many other components and i want kemi Ogunkoya to talk about another aspect of what people need as a foundation to be able to run a successful and thriving startup company thank you all right thank you very much um so i think it's also important just to add up kemi you know Okay, yeah. So I think it's also important that we have a different kind of mindset. Okay, so um, just to buttress uh, what Hasanto has said, I, I remember going into business and I took the money I had, I'd saved, you know, spend my business, furnish my office, um, you know, and then I was waiting for the customers to magically show up, <laughs> you know, and two years down the line, I was back home, I was frustrated, I was broke, I was angry, you know, and I was thinking of how to just dust my CV again, <laughs> probably start looking for a job. Uh, but then it wasn't on the point where I realized that a lot of the work that had to go into making that business work had to start with me, you know, and it had to do with the kind of mindset in which I was going into the business with. So I hear a lot of people go into business, you know, and they say, you know, you're just going to learn as you go. There's some basic things that you need to learn before you even delve into business. So if, for example, you go to the swimming pool for the very first time without any assistive device i do not expect that in your right senses you will dive into the deep end of the ocean so it's important also that when it comes to business we don't see it any different it's important that when we are going into business we're equipping ourselves with the right skills we're equipping ourselves with the right knowledge we're accessing mentorship we're access uh, we're also leveraging on some form of accountability system to also help us, uh, you know, to, to keep us in place through the process. It's also important that we adopt the right mindset. A lot of the work in terms of achievement in business has to start with you. It has to start with how you're able to manage yourself. It has to start with how you're able to manage your emotional impulses because things would not go in a straight line when it has to do with business. It zigzag, you know, sometimes it throws you in, in you know, in places that you just never find yourself. And especially in today's VUCA world, the VUCA world is the business environment of today that is highly volatile, is highly uncertain, it's very complex and also ambiguous, you need to go in with a right mindset. And some of the things you have to equip yourself with as a leader, um, you know, as a woman who also wants to excel in this VUCA world is to be able to go in with great level of vision. You need to know exactly what you want to achieve. You cannot just go into business because other people are going into business or because you see some of your friends being um, you know, successful. So you need to know what exactly you're going into. You have to have clarity of thought. You have to have clarity of purpose. You need to be able to envision what the business will look like in under five years and be willing to pay that price. You also need to have a great understanding of the business environment 
environment that you have found yourself. So when you're going into business, you need to equip yourself with information. What is going on in your industry? How should that affect your strategy? How did that, how did that affect your pricing? So it's important that you also equip yourself with that. It's also important that you equip yourself with great level of agility. So which means that you have the ability to respond to changes very quickly. And this would not happen overnight. You're going to fail, you're going to fall, but it's important that through it all, you have to keep failing forward and picking up the lessons as you go. So that's the perspective that I'm going to come from. That insightful view as to how we can issues. Okay, and we are back. Awesome. So I just want to let us know that after the session at 1.30 p.m. sharp, we're going to have a keynote address from the amazing and uber-duper Charles Otudo. So make sure you don't miss out on that next session. And after that, there will be a panel discussion about branding, marketing, and PR. Because at the end of the day, if we have businesses and we don't market the business, you will not end up selling anything you do. So there is so many different components we need to have. And I want Stella to talk about the aspect as to when you've actually got the business idea and everything else in place, what else do you need to do? So what have you been doing to be able to grow your business that you can share with other viewers out there as a woman to grow your business? Thank you, Stella. Yeah, um, as, as I always say, um, women need to realize that uh, the first line of structure that they can start to build is from the family. So once you, once you have a family environment that is really happy and healthy, then you can continue to grow from there. You do not neglect your roles as a wife. You do not neglect your roles as a mother just to be able to fulfill your roles as an entrepreneur. They all go hand in hand. And when one lacks or when one suffers, the other one also suffers. So don't forget that fact. And then another thing you need to go on to realize is that you need to focus on what truly matters. You don't just pick everything and try to solve every problem. You're not a, <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but you're, you're, you're not a heaven on earth. So you're not, you're, you're not all of it. So just um, focus on what really um, matters. Um, there's going to be some situations that will come and you, you, you're, gonna, you, you're definitely going to need to be optimistic because your optimism will push people towards you and that would help your business to grow. I feel it's, um, it's really very, very easy for people, women, to start up right now because they, they, we're not really inventing anything. There's a difference between inventing and innovating. We're not really inventing anything. All we're just doing is innovating. We're probably seeing what people are doing badly and then trying to turn it off and make it into something better. So um, there's something my, my, my um, lecturer would always say, something you say is snafu. It says situation normal is all F up. <laughs> F up. <laughs> that meaning there's not, something is always wrong. So when you find something wrong in another man's business, it can become your business. It can become your startup. And then always realize that your, your startup can even screw up before it grows up. That is, that, that is a fundamental truth. Your startup can screw up before it grows up. So do not run away when your startup starts to screw up. Because I know a number of persons that actually say this. Some people might actually just be starting up. People are integrating um, on ideas that they want to put into practice. Some persons are already started up and they want to grow and scale um, their, their businesses. So remember, there is going to be failure. So be failure savvy. Yeah, be failure savvy. Do not run away from failure. Failure is feedback for a comeback. So do not run away um, from it. Be resilient. Um, I have this um, mantra, knock me down, I get up. <laughs> so I, everyone, every woman to understand that she needs to do something that motivates her to want to stand up, to want to get up. Think about the many, many amazing women out there that are wonderful leaders, that are wonderful entrepreneurs, that are wonderful business owners, that have wonderful brands. You can be the next great woman. So why shy away and say, oh, just because I'm a woman and I, I, I have soft skin, I'm a weak of that skill. So I don't want, I don't want to dip my hands in men supposed to be. Because I believe that um, women have got it in them. Women have, have, women have a tendency to be great, to be amazing. Just find a way to have someone to coach you, bring you along, 
And then I'm sure you would you 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 would do amazingly well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stella. And it's good to see that Shelly is back with us. So I'm going to start with Shelly so that she can continue driving this conversation about collaboration, especially between women. This has been an issue of contention for many years where they say women don't like working with each other, supporting each other, helping each other, because we've always done this I, I, I rather than we, we, we thing. So what is your perspective about women collaborating with each other? And have we made giant strides in improving okay, thank you. Thank about women Good. not being able to work with each other because i don't believe that every well single done, ladies i think everybody of the company we can actually work with each other so i don't need to start a company if i have a similar idea to stella i can decide to work in stella's company and build the vision bigger so i will ask shelly to drive the conversation from there thank you very much okay um i thought shelly was uh um, making some points, but what I wanted to address is that yes, there is a notion. Go, go ahead, and Okay, thank you, Shirley. Uh, the notion that people uh, uh, say about women not supporting women, uh, to be honest, uh, I know that people have said that over and again, but I will tell you that in my own case and uh, through my own journey, a lot of my support, a lot of my mentors, a lot of people that have helped me. Uh, to grow both in business and in my professional career have been women. Uh, they have been excellent. Even where I am now is women. We're just uh, supporting each other. And honestly, these days, collaborate or die. That is what uh, <laughs> the mantra is now. Because you, you see, there are certain things uh, in business now that you don't have to carry everything on your head. You can collaborate with others to ease the pressure and also to ease the kind of challenges that you would naturally face. Now, when you look at your um, ecosystem in terms of business, you need to identify people that are doing things that you can sort of leverage on and then move together. Um, as against being the one that you want to do everything yourself. What I have come to realize is that if you are not careful, you will burn out, you will disappoint customers because one day you will take too much uh, upon yourself that you will not be able to deliver on. Uh, you'll find out that you will end up losing your reputation and you will also lose a lot of money. Uh, you make you lose a lot of money from mistakes. You will lose a lot of money uh, uh, because you won't even be able to uh, properly uh, manage what you are doing. So let me give you an example on uh, collaborations that work. I have come to, I mean, I was listening to a lady uh, sometime last year. She is an event planner, so she handles a lot of events in Lagos. Now, what happened was that there was a time she now got uh, events uh, in two other states. I, I think one in the uh, east, another one in the uh, north or southeast or something like that. Now, she looked at it. She can carry all this on her head. But instead, what she decided to do was she decided to look for other event planners that are based in those locations. Now, what she just did was very simple. I have this event in, uh, for example, she would say in Apaipo. I can't be there. You are there. These are this and these are the needs that I have. Are you able to deliver? Are you able to deliver um, on on that on this scale? And then what she did was that she was able to engage them, and without moving out of state, that business was well executed. She didn't leave the state. She got the business. She paid off the person that she needed to pay pay off. They are in the same industry. They are doing exactly the same thing. But the only thing is that she saved herself a lot of logistics by engaging and collaborating with others. So in the context of whatever you are doing, and as you begin to grow, begin to identify partners that can you can leverage on that can help you to grow in your um, area and sphere of influence. Santo has said, um, I constantly look in my network and I see a lot of women who you know, and I had supporters and fans. And one question I always ask a lot of times when I hear things like, oh, no, you know, all this women thing, you know, women don't support each other, blah, blah, blah. And I, say, I always ask, do you support other women? You know, because I think a lot of times people expect to get the kind of favors that they don't also give out. So do you support other women? Because you would also attract the kind of person that you are. So if you are a woman who is also invested 
in the growth of other women, you will find women of your kind who can literally die for your own growth. So what kind of woman are you? What kind of value do you bring to the table? So I look through my life and I'm always blessed of the women in my community. And, you know, sometimes it's even really scary. And I'm thinking, like, seriously, you know, this love, um, you know, actually, you're, you're, one of, you're one of those women. And, you know, and everyone on the call today. So it starts with us changing our mindset and beyond seeing life from the experiences of a few, we start as women to see life from you know our own lenses from the lenses of possibilities um you know to appreciate the beauty of diversity of what different women bring on board so i cannot be everything i don't have all the skills you know i, I cannot be um a what do you call it now a makeup artist you know and be able to speak so you know so there's just quite a lot it's important that we get to that point where we see the beauty in diversity we see you know the kind of partnerships that work and also i would also want to advocate that you know women also share the stories and experiences of partnerships that have worked you know the more we share these experiences of such beautiful collaboration i think it would help to change the narrative or this you know myths around the fact that every woman wants to bring one other woman down no the sky is big enough for each and every one of us and when we're able to pull together our resources pull together our resourcefulness, we will be able to achieve so much more. So that, that's what I think about that. And not all your village people are women, so, you know. <laughs> wow. This has been such a fascinating session so far. And I guess as women, we are going to just, we can talk about anything under the sun and we'll talk about it excellently as well. So I want you guys to give your wrap-up statements to all the viewers out there, especially advice and um, something to just ginger up women and encourage them in these hard times that we're facing in Nigeria and let them know that it is doable that every problem has its own set of solutions and i believe that we all can find a solution within us to be able to solve problems and still make money even though the economy is at a downturn right now so i will start with ansato to give her wrap-up statement and after that and then we end with the amazing stella thank you so much thank you so much uh, uh, my, my sisters uh, in fact it has been a, an interesting session uh, what i would just want to say is that um basically when it comes to uh business just be sure that you have been called to do business that is very very critical that is number one and number two if you know you have been called go for knowledge go for knowledge go for skills and make sure you build a network you see the industry where your business is predominantly uh, um, um, focused on Make sure that you are in the network of that business. So, for example, if you want to serve a certain category of people, join the associations that that category of people belong to because it will help to increase your network and to give you exposure to what they are doing. Um, I, I would just want to address a question quickly. I saw that Oye asked a question that sometimes a woman has a business and her spouse wants to relocate. What happens to her business? It has happened to me before. We are going to relocate. I thought I had built a structure and I didn't want to close down the business. So I left the business open uh, for a staff that I had um, sort of mentored for over at least five years. But the truth of the matter is that I, I noticed at the end of the day, the person did uh, uh, run it down. They did some dubious things, you know. They were, not, they were not remitting all the things they were earning. They had sort of parallel accounts and all that so if you want to if you, your husband is relocating and you don't want to close down the business you need to make sure that you have systems processes checks and balances in place to ensure that that business is running successfully if you're not around but if you know you cannot do that effectively well because of your reputation and the name of your business is better to just shut it down and uh, for for the meantime let your customers know you won't be around for some time and uh, you take it up uh, when you come back. So that would be my recommendation. But I just want to advise people, please don't give up. 
life is tough yes i know life is tough sometimes you will try a number of businesses before you find the one that is really for you but just take it a step at a time don't determine to do everything at a rush take it a step at a time you will eventually get there and keep learning from your mistakes thank you very much Ansato, for that wonderful closing address and Kemi Ogunkoya had to leave because she had another appointment. So she sends her well wishes to all the viewers. And she says her special message to all the women out there is keep believing. Keep believing that you are more than enough. You have what it takes. And no matter what, everything that comes your way, you can beat it. Thank you so much, Kemi, for that great closing address. And I will ask Stella to give hers and then Shelly can wrap up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to all the wonderful women out there. You have been amazing. Um, keep being amazing. Keep being you. I want to just um, reiterate what uh, Madame Hansaki has said on the question Onyin asked. Um, we, 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 sorry, I always say that. The first structure you need to build is your family. So um, this happened to me. But because I moved with my family, it made so much more sense. It makes so much more growth for my business. Because when your family is happy, then your business will survive. But if your family is suffering at the other end, the business also will suffer. This is the point where you need to build on collaboration. Because if you have good collaborators in the same space that you are in, you can easily just, you know, um, integrate those um, other people in the business and then you still serve your customers in the right way, in excellence even. Um, ladies out there, do not do, do not give up. Please start up. Please do something. Don't sit out waiting for all opportunities to be available before you do something. No. It will not always be there. But just know that um, you, you, you have what it takes. You have a strength in you. You can start up and you have strength. Think of the strength Africa. Because they're giving us the strength right now needed to actually push forward, especially in this system. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, everybody. For me, my last words or my final words concerning women in business, you know, is about resilience. Like Madam Hansatu said earlier, business is tough. You're gonna keep you're gonna have to keep trying your hands on a whole lot of state of things before you finally get that one business that you know you can that can fulfill your purpose and a platform where you can also create impact. So business is tough. You need to develop resilience, internal, mental, business, spiritual resilience to keep going, to keep going. Don't ever give up. These for me are my final words. And secondly, build confidence. You see, there is no better person out there. You are, you are enough as you are. So build that confidence, leverage your uniqueness to step out there and say, I can do this. You know, and don't be afraid to collaborate. Collaboration has brought me where I am today. So find people that share the same passion, the same vision, the same values with you. Connect with them genuinely and, you know, go to the next level. So collaboration, build your confidence and stay resilient. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shelly Hills, for that closing remark as well. And I think you can notice that there has been some words that were used by all the panelists. Be resilient. I love the fact that Shelly mentioned that you need to build confidence. Why? Because life is going to throw challenges your way that will try and dent your self-esteem and your confidence. Without you having confidence in yourself to be able to believe that you are capable of actually doing whatever you set your mind to do, failure is inevitable. And we don't want you to have a failure mindset. We want you to have a growth mindset. We want you to have an open mind to say that, look, if I don't know something, there is the opportunity to learn. That is the reason why the Startup Summit has been created for us to understand that we don't know it all. The women here on the panel are experts in their field, but they also don't know it all. We are all working progress we're growing we're we fall and we rise again and again and again we have challenges some had um health issues some had marital problems some had bankruptcy all manners of things but yet they kept getting back up and 
pushing and pushing and pushing. And the reason why we're still standing today is because we have faith, we have belief, and we have confidence that there is something in us that is special enough for us to be able to handle any single task that we've been given and we'll do it with an excellent spirit. So to all the viewers out there, don't give up. The economy is tough, but guess what? You're tougher than the economy. There is nothing out there that is tougher than you. You are excellent in all ways. Women are special breeds. They are the excellence and the end of creation. So no one should talk you down as a woman and tell you that you don't have what it takes. You do have what it takes. And all the women here on the panel have been able to share from their insights and the stories that you can do it. They are not super women. They're women just like you. They can do it because they believe in themselves and so can you. So work with others, learn, keep on learning, keep learning, keep growing and keep believing. Thank you so much to Ansata Aditwete. Thank you, Stella Ajibe. Thank you, Shelly Hills, our amazing moderator for the session. And of course, Kemil Gunkoe that has already left the screen. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be going on a short break for 30 minutes, whereby we'll be showing you all our different sponsors and some insights from the pre summit and then at 1 30 p.m sharp we have charles otudo who will be giving a keynote address i want to say a big thank you to our fantastic fantastic and very eloquent panelists and saturday you guys are awesome thank you so much we wish you all the very best in your businesses and of course in your personal lives as well so thank you and thank you guys